My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to the In Between. Today, I am joined by Casey Laxon and Chris Lee to talk about their thesis film titled "Did You Eat Yet?" Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Good. Good. Thank you guys for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about your piece, considering that we were in the, and we still are, in the same thesis class. So being able to see this kind of progress is very fun uh, from my end. Definitely. Uh, you already know what's up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I already know what's up. What's going on? <laughs> um, but for anybody who doesn't know what's going on, uh, how about you guys introduce yourselves? Who are you and what do you do? I guess for this thesis film, I'm technically the creative director since it is my story and concept. Initially, actually, I was working by myself on this. So mm. at first it was a solo project, but then I had Chris come in. And because I focus mostly on environmental modeling and like I already knew like character sculpting was like, I needed help with that. So I had Chris come in and help me out with it. So he's my partner. So <laughs> that's who I am in this project. <laughs> so yeah, I mainly focus on the character sculpting and modeling, as well as the uh, rigging aspect. I also help a little bit on the the texturing and animation. I know it sounds a bit more versatile, but the biggest focus is definitely characters and it is my biggest passion. and I really enjoy working on them. Yeah, the characters are very unique uh, in their kind of style because of what well, we'll kind of get into a little bit more of what the style is later. But I actually kind of want to know a little bit more about you guys first before we get into that. Uh, how did you guys find yourself at SVA? Oh, how did I find myself at SVA? Well, you know what, Javi? Actually, <laughs> uh-huh. actually, like... Going, like, in my senior year of high school, like, I was thinking about taking the more practical route mm-hmm. because, like, I come from, like, a very, like, traditional, like, Filipino family. And, like, I'm not kidding. Like, everyone in my family is, like, a nurse, a doctor mm. or something. <laughs> so it's, like, I kind of felt, like, this pressure, like, oh, maybe I should do the same, you know. Mm-hmm. But I always, I was always, like, that art person in my family. I, everyone knew I was, like, always drawing and stuff like that I don't know as like senior year approached I was just like eh screw it (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be the oddball it's fine and like and like actually my parents were like really supportive of it but like I thought they weren't going to be but like I felt like I really tried to like prove myself like I was serious about it so like Mm -hmm. I really convinced them to like take these like portfolio classes during my senior year so Mm -hmm. and like they saw how serious I was about it so like they were they're like, you know what? Go for it. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so actually, SVA was the only place I applied to. And oh, wow. once I got accepted into it, I was like, okay, it's done. The rest of the senior year doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, got, I got accepted like December during my senior year. And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Like, <laughs> senior's done already. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're all set, you know, by the time that yeah. you get accepted. So that's awesome that you kind of like branched out a little bit from like the norm you know i wonder yeah. if your parents were like thank god finally like somebody who doesn't want to be a nurse you know? <laughs> there's, there's enough nurses <laughs> a lot of nurses yeah yeah i uh always had a passion in art ever since i was in elementary middle school and it's just something that i just knew mm-hmm. i i 
when I was young, I would always watch cartoons, of course, and play video games, watch movies. And just something about it fascinated me how someone would create something and brings it to life. How someone would create like a character or environment and how that becomes something on TV and the entire world can just enjoy and watch it. And mm. I just had this fascination, especially when I grew up with Star Wars and Jurassic Park and things like that. Mm. So during high school, I, I took all the art classes, all the drawing classes, anything for four years. And I said to myself, I, I really, really want to go to an art school. And so I did my research and, um, you know, School of Visual Arts, uh, Ringling. Ringling College of Art and Design. Yeah, that one. That and one. <laughs> I almost forgot the, oh, uh, yes, the name Pratt. of the Yeah, so I got accepted to all three. I felt like SVA was my calling. I felt like, you know, that this is a school that I, I think is for me. And I also took pre-college there as well. So, and I mean, I know this is kind of old, but I mean, like I, I was there from 2006 to 2008. Uh, oh, unfortunately, wow. I was not able to finish my final year due to some financial hardships. Uh, mm-hmm. So I took a break, uh, went to a local community college in Connecticut for a couple of years, and then about six years in the U.S. Air Force. And then I, I chose to go back into SVA because I I knew from all those years that I, I wanted to do art. And I remember looking back and thinking to myself, you know, maybe I should do nursing. Maybe I should do business. Maybe I should look into some other career field. Mm -hmm. And nothing really grabbed my attention. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have passion for it. I was like, why am I doing this? This is it's just not fun. And I took a bunch of other college courses, got my bachelor's in liberal arts. My uh, I got a couple of associate degrees, but I was like, it's just, it's just not the same. So I look back at the SVA, I look back into 3D and I've, I've loved it since. And, and I, yeah, I, I came back 2018 fall and this is where I am. Wow. So you, Chris, wow. You've been all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Was there anything in your previous experiences whether it be the pre-college program or like the Air Force, which by the way, like you said, it's in so, so passively, like what you were in the Air Force? Like that's, that's crazy. I, I think that there's obviously, there's a bunch of questions that people like the stereotypical questions that people ask yeah. when it comes to like being in the military. Yeah. But I'm just a little more curious, like, was there anything that kind of carried over from your previous experiences into SVA? It was more about take, well, for one of, the, one of the things that I took was definitely take pride in what you do mm. and be the very best at it to the best of your ability. And um, not just, I mean, the military also taught about being very punctual. It's also taught teaching teaching people how to do a lot of things under a stressful environment mm. and to get it done as soon as, as, soon as possible. Be, and having that kind of experience really taught me, you know, in any kind of career field, in any kind of job, you're, you're going to be in a stressful environment or some kind of situation where you have a bunch of stuff to do mm-hmm. in such a limited time. And we already experienced that in SVA where you have a bunch of assignments and you got to manage it. You got to make sure, okay, <laughs> you know, like at this time I'm doing this, 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 done. In this class I'm doing this, 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 this. And you're, you have to prioritize it in a way. So in a sense, like I, I thought about that. I'm like, you know what, that is what would carry through to not rush it, but to stay calm, analyze like, okay, what is it in front of you? What is it that needs to be done? 
get that task done, go right to the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Casey and others see it that I I, I do true. have yeah, I, I do Very have true. I, I do have a huge passion for doing what I do mm-hmm. and I get it done pretty quickly. I know that there are times where yeah, I struggled. I'm not saying I'm the best at it, but I do take pride in it and I I show, you know, fellow peers and instructors like I want I want I really want this. And I want to show my abilities. and Very cool. And I, I think that that's something that a lot of people can take away from service is that discipline. And that kind of carries over in everything that you do. And I'm glad that you were able to apply that to your own passion, you know, to your own work. And it's definitely exemplified in your work, Chris. Like you are absolutely a star in that sense. He's modeling like crazy, just saying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if you're aware, but, like, he modeled characters for, like, other people, and it's, like, fast. Like, like when he gets it done, he will get it done. <laughs> I think we can all learn a little bit from Chris <laughs> and his work ethic, so. So now, kind of bring it back to your thesis. What is it called, and what is it about? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, the thesis is called Did You Eat Yet? And the story is actually inspired by my relationship with my dad because my dad's a very like quiet and like stoic man like he has Mm -hmm. he doesn't really express himself much like verbally Mm -hmm. so like in the story it's just about how this father the way of him showing his love for his daughter is always just by making sure there's food on the table for her Mm -hmm. but I don't want to spoil anything for the thesis but you know like as you get older the as the daughter gets older I mean um you know, like she starts focusing on herself more and like she doesn't see her dad as much. So like you kind of see them distant, like become more distant with each other. Mm-hmm. Film, you can see how they overcome that. Like I said, no spoilers. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to spoil anything. But um, but like I said, yeah, it's really inspired by my dad because like my dad always sees me like working hard at my desk and like I can get like really stressed out sometimes and like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't express it either. Like I try to keep it to myself, but my dad can clearly see that I'm like frustrated. Mm -hmm. And then usually like this door behind me right now, (laughs) (laughs) like he'll literally like come in and just like put like a plate of food next to me. He doesn't say anything, just puts it next to me. And then like, I look at it, I'm like, thinking to myself thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> oh that's really really yeah sweet. yeah it, it, like that's what he always does like he'll just like randomly like come in while i'm like working on stuff and like he'll just give me like food just to mm-hmm. make sure i'm doing okay <laughs> <laughs> that's really sweet that's awesome it's so evident in your piece how personal it is like i kind of figured not just because the model looks exactly like you but it's kind of um <laughs> it's it's very personal in a way that i don't think that a lot of theses are it's so it's grounded and it's it's kind of sculpted to this story that really kind of speaks true to experiences you know that people may have in that kind of setting where they're like really busy and they start to kind of disconnect a little bit like unknowingly and then that just kind of cultivates over time so i could tell that it was it was kind of a personal piece but i was curious to see if that was uh if that was true and if that was something that you know came out of experience or just came out of like the ether yeah i mean it is personal because like i also like i was thinking of doing like other stories but the reason why i chose this story ultimately is because 
if you think about thesis is like the only time where you really can do your own mm. project like once you're out in the workforce like you're yeah. working on someone else's idea so I was just like you know what I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take my <laughs> chance and do whatever I want yeah totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> so because this is your project right Casey and you were kind of intending on working solo how did Chris come into the mix like uh, so originally I was I had my own story, my own ideas, and unfortunately it didn't really come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the story was lacking and character designs were lacking. So uh, at the time when I took a, I believe it was a thesis pre-production class with Arson, he did mm-hmm. give me an idea like why not, why not do some kind of like a, a demo reel <laughs> kind of thesis. Mm-hmm. Um and I did some research, and of course, like in the past, there are there were students that uh, did a, a did a demo reel thesis, but mm-hmm. because it, as Jimmy w- once mentioned, that it doesn't necessarily demonstrate what you've learned throughout the four years. So mm. a reel can only say so much. Yeah. Right. Right. And I understand. I understand. And he did say you also need to work on your demo at the same time. So mm. in a way you're kind of killing two birds, one stone. And, you know, I thought I gave it some hard thought and it was also late in the game. It was probably close to September. It was like a week before school started or oh, a week wow. or two before school started. And yeah. I was like, I, I really need to, figure out what, what could i do and um during the summer casey and i and others like we we were on discord a lot and we were just you know talking and going over thesis and i was i i knew that i was helping casey with her characters along with others and i don't know like i just as i watched her her animatic and previs you know it was just really captivating i just mm-hmm. felt like you know this is uh, a really good story and i really enjoyed the simplicity the style you know, i asked her and, and she said yeah why not and, and that's kind of how we came together to work on this project so you mentioned the very uniqueness of the style can you speak a little more to what specifically about it kind of sets it apart for you i think not just the the models themselves but the way she wanted to approach the texturing too because mm. it has like a very painterly and kind of like that anime-ish feel paint but but it has like a studio ghibli-ish style that kind of mm. really mm-hmm. attracted me i was like you know that's so cool you know i i think even though it doesn't require heavy amount of high definition texture maps and all this stuff yeah like like 4k I, rendered right yeah, like but, hdris and everything right right and and I said to myself, you know, sometimes simple is good. You don't need mm-hmm. to have all this craziness. Sometimes just having something as simple as a diffuse map or something, and then you're just painting away. You know, I just thought, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, I just think that we could utilize that as our strength and and apply it to these cool characters and just this one environment. Like, to me, I thought it's not so much about the the length of the thesis and how epic and grand it is but sometimes mm-hmm. you know you have one environment two characters a strong story that really tells a relationship between the two mm-hmm. and i just really liked it and yeah. i i really wanted to help her out it's like hey you know what i really want to work on this project as well it's touching i think in its simplicity and i think the stop motion animation 
kind of conveys that even more because even the animation is not super complex like realistic life it's just like a, a, almost like a simple a nice contained yep. and probably the most important aspect is that it's completely attainable within the time period that you guys are working on it you know yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> not a it, it's it's not crazy but it's at the same time not underperforming either and so i kind of want to ask you guys a little bit more about this piece. Casey, obviously you came up with the story and uh, Chris, you like the simplicity of it, but what has been your favorite aspect about working on this piece so far? I I, I think I can guess that it's not when the rig was breaking. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, oh no, let's not no. talk about rigging. Back. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Guys, rigging's not fun. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's all trial and error. Besides rigging, I honestly really like the lighting it a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like what like lighting's like the last part where you really bring everything together and it's just like because you're on Maya like most of the time everything's mm. great. <laughs> yeah, so, it's so like depressing when you're just looking at this gray model. <laughs> um, but I really like because once we added like the lighting, for example, for our proof of concept where we had to like render out a test shot, pretty much like yeah. like once I saw like the lighting and we had like this like golden hour, I was like, oh, it's coming together. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my enjoyment from this project would be just seeing how the characters are coming to life. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've helped other past students with their with their projects, but I think just the idea that when Casey had a concept drawing and just seeing the development process from where it began till now and the the texturing the textures are being added on to the characters and then it's being rigged giving people the opportunity as well as Casey and I the you know the opportunity to to um, bring it to life mm-hmm. and to see how a character from a concept drawing till now just that overall process to me I find fascinating I always find that fascinating because it's it's just from your creative mind that you see this this character moving around and interacting with another character and uh just personally for me i just enjoy that i that's why i i i really enjoy modeling and sculpting it Mm. i I took my time with it and made sure is does this look good does this capture the look that casey envisions in her thesis it's definitely a fun process so speaking of the process though when you mentioned that chris (laughs) like just to like add on to the question i feel like another thing about like my favorite part of thesis so far it's just like because like thesis is seen as like this scary like huge project mm-hmm. and yeah like, yeah it's gonna be so much work and like yeah i know it's like a lot of work but just like i don't know working with like you and just like having other like peers like look at it and stuff like that we always try to find a way to make it like fun somehow despite yeah. it absolutely being so stressful at times <laughs> like just be like especially when we're on discord for example and like we're yeah. like asking we're like what do you think of this oh how do i do this it's just, like i don't know it's just always like fun to like work together with not just chris but like other people are helping us and mm-hmm. um we always try to find a way to <laughs> we always try to find a way to make it like more fun because Sometimes, like, there are times where, like, during these, we're like, man, we're so burnt out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I mean, just to piggyback on that, I do absolutely agree. 
we do have like especially like last semester and even the semester prior when when quarantine uh began we were we became pretty close-knit and i do agree like it it was there are a lot of stressful times like we were so burned from classes and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and trying to knock out these assignments and, and <laughs> just the camaraderie just to help like hey did you did you do that text for your homework yeah <laughs> okay well, well wait hold on how, how did you do that how did you do that? okay okay All right, uh, did, did, did you do <laughs> yeah like we're screen sharing <laughs> we're doing anything and everything to help and then like i remember like when thesis uh we had to get thesis and homework done you know again vice versa helping each other out being Mm -hmm. um not letting one of us fall behind and i think that's just amazing and just the 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 process of like like case said like thesis can be really daunting and frustrating yeah you have such a close knit of friends Mm -hmm. that have their own strong suit and help each other out like oh hey you know i found this tutorial or no you're doing it this doing it this way but mm-hmm. try it this way it, it it just it made it one it made time go by really quick and mm-hmm. two it just makes it just fun in general like we don't really like we don't really think of it like oh my gosh i'm pulling my hair out like yeah of course <laughs> but like we're, we're having fun you know yeah and, and I love it. So it's great. Like yeah. I know like my thesis could be like a like the topic or like the theme of it could be kind of more on the serious side. So mm-hmm. sometimes like Chris and I would like think of like alternate like endings. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that were just like so convoluted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you mind uh, would you mind sharing one? Oh yeah. <laughs> so here's one idea I had. Here's one idea. Wait, wait, wait. Which one is it? Is it is it the slipper one? Yes, the slipper yes. one. Let's go, let's go, I, let's go I really like that idea because I always thought like after she smacks the food off the father's hand of the cake. Yeah. And you see this moment where she he's like, oh, You smacked the cake. I always felt like the father would go off screen. Give it a second. <laughs> he gets a green slipper. He goes, whack! You disrespect me? Whack! I made that cake. Go clean it up. It's like such a Filipino Because, like, they're, like, so, in my culture, like, what we call the slipper is the chinelas. And, like, like if, like, a way to, like, discipline their children, they would get their chinelas in the slipper and they yeah. come out you and they start hitting you with it. So, I'm just, like, what if he just, like, you know, just got his chinelas and just started knocking the shit out of her? Like, he needs, she needs to be disciplined. That's why. <laughs> and then the film just like cuts to black. It like, just ends right there, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love that ending. Like if we just went bold, it's like you know what? Cut, cut the rest of it. Just cut it when she uses smack. Whack. I think you guys should release a director's cut. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like no, this ain't emotional. She's gonna get around. I remember in our thesis class, I don't know if you remember this, Javi, but uh-huh. we were presenting the previs. Yeah. <laughs> While we were watching it, Chris starts laughing. <laughs> I heard him like, I was like, Chris, why are you laughing? But like, I already knew why he yeah, was yeah, laughing. Of course. And our teacher, Anka, she's just like, why are you laughing? What's going on? I was just like, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I look forward to this uh, extended cut 
uh, after <laughs> thesis is all over. Well, having wow. the after the ending credits. Yeah, yeah, after the ending credits, it's just like a like a like a like a blooper sound like. Exactly. And it's just, <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually kind of want to go back just like just a, just a tad, just a little bit. So you guys were kind of mentioning that you know the, you were building this camaraderie with each other like over mm-hmm. the summer and and kind of building like this team mentality and that yep. kind of carried through when you guys decided to actually pair up so yeah i'm kind of curious what did you guys learn from each other um as a team working together uh even like before me and chris like became an actual team like i mean he kind of mentioned it earlier like he's just very like when he gets shit done he will get it done like, <laughs> yeah and like even over the summer when he was just helping me with the characters, like he was just like always even doing things on the side. Like, so Mm -hmm. I always knew like Chris was always like striving to like learn more. Like even Mm -hmm. like right now, like he's working on a side project right now on Mm -hmm. his own. Like he's always striving to do better. And, um, and I noticed with Chris, like when he learns something new, like he wants to learn how to do it right. Like he wants to make sure Mm -hmm. like, how to do it like step a b c d e i feel like for me i'm more kind of like <laughs> i feel like i'm more like free-flowing because like uh when it comes to like technical things i'm just like wait what oh my god <laughs> it's like i have like this idea in my head but it's like for me it's like i don't sometimes i don't know how to execute it like i'm like how do i do it I don't right know. yeah so i feel like for chris he kind of like he kind of fills in that gap for me where like I kind of lack technical skills like like I said I feel like I'm more creative and for him he's more technical so like Mm. I think that's also another reason why we were able to come together as a team because Case is Case is pretty creative and uh I would say like lighting is not necessarily my strong suit like I can light I took a lighting rendering class with her and it it was good I, I learned a lot but I still feel like aesthetically I'm not that creative a lighter so having Casey look at the lighting scene and and how she does it I think uh it really correlates and using her creativity and and my you know technical skills like we just we just combine combine our, our strengths our strong suit areas and we're just like hey you know what let's tackle this task how do mm-hmm. we do this and how do we make it happen and so far uh thesis has been pretty pretty fluid like we we I mean yeah we had a hiccup in rigging but other than that like just everything works out fine mm-hmm. and we help each other even with the animation like hey well what what could be better here or there or we ask other animators like hey how do we how do we make this better or, or they help each other out so your peers are definitely the most valuable asset that you guys have yeah especially with quarantine yeah <laughs> we absolutely. don't have like the senior labs anymore yeah. so even like with quarantine I feel like it really like just pushed us to like connect and like it's okay to like reach out and ask mm-hmm. for help um, i don't think anybody takes human connection for granted anymore for sure i mean and again like just just to go back on my military experience is more about teamwork as well mm-hmm. it's, it's heavily about teamwork and not letting someone fall behind that was kind of the mentality that i had especially being on discord uh when we when we would have one of our peers uh fall behind or struggling you know we would reach out and Mm -hmm. vice versa and i think that's something that is really important because especially in quarantine when you're kind of limited in resource and you're Mm -hmm. limited in knowledge you know like i feel like if we didn't really have discord if we didn't have um room 312 or anything like that it, it would probably be a tremendously harder 
mm-hmm. because you're not necessarily there in person, but you're not communicating daily. So if I was to work with Casey, all we're doing is sending each other emails mm-hmm. you know, here and there, I feel like it would be much, much harder, you know, and fellow peers who are, who are struggling in a specific aspect, maybe they're, they're, they're going to be just as behind. Mm-hmm. So I felt like for me, for me, teamwork is big. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't like it when someone's left behind. I think it's really important to, to, to help each other, to pick each other up, actually. Totally. We're, we're a very small community as it is. So that emphasis on each other, you know, and depending on each other is definitely very important. So you guys were kind of touching about this a little bit earlier. And, you know, I, I hate to rub salt in the wound. I just want to make it known, and I've said this 20 times over, I'll say it 20 times over again, that thesis is not a straight line of improvement. You know, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. What would you guys say was your most difficult moment in thesis so far? I mean, mean, in my opinion, I think it's just freaking. Like for me, I was, oh my gosh, rigging is not my strong suit. Just sucked. Yeah, that that was just and we like tried really hard like we like we really we even like tried reaching out to people Mm -hmm. and like they would give us like oh try this try that and like we were literally doing everything we can and like nothing just wasn't working and we're just like i'm like is this is there something wrong with the file or like right and like i said like i said earlier like i I'm not like a technical person, so rigging is already like out of my field. I know for Chris, that was definitely really hard on him because like, I feel like for you, Chris, like I can tell you were getting really frustrated with yourself because we want to be at a certain place in our thesis, but we couldn't really move forward because of that obstacle that we had. So Mm -hmm. I could see how frustrated you were and like, I don't know, it kind of made me upset to see you like that too, because like, I wish I could do something to help, but like I, Mm -hmm. like I said, that wasn't my expertise, so... But, you know, we we ended up getting someone else to rig it for us, luckily. Yeah. So we were just like, it was getting to that point. It was just like, we can't waste any more time on this. We need to yeah. just have someone else do it for us. Kind of like what Anka said to us, our thesis teacher. She's just like, at this point, like in the game, like just get someone else to do it for you. It's okay if you don't know how to rig. You're not a rigger. I mean, I feel like for me in terms of like, maybe what was difficult, like, I'm not going to lie. There were like times where like, I felt like, oh my God, am I even doing enough? Like, like I was like to the point where it's like, if I was doing nothing, like I felt like I should be doing something, but like, cause I was constantly working on these, even ask Chris literally like on discord until like five o'clock in the morning, yeah. really. yeah. <laughs> like we're constantly grinding on it. And then like, yeah, I always yeah. like felt bad when I wasn't doing anything. And I was just like, I can't do this to myself. Like I need to take breaks. Like it's okay to take breaks because like <laughs> and i hate the slogan of our department the freaking work hard like yeah. oh, don't work hard work smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah work yeah. smart yeah because yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. the type of person that like when i work on something like i'm gonna just keep going on it like i mm-hmm. just i go all out on it but then i kind of forget to take care of myself you know? right and mm-hmm. and that really <laughs> that's when we start burning out i mean chris can can yeah. vouch for this but we were so yeah. burnt out after this semester oh so, yeah yeah I don't know, i'm really glad that chris is there it's definitely it's definitely a balance 
Yeah, it really is. Like I felt like, and then we talked about it before, and we said like if we were doing solo projects, I I'd feel like we'd be at a, a worse part. Point, <laughs> um, like collectively, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but. But I mean, like, because we had the camaraderie Discord, like, it really kept us completely sane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, how are you guys doing? And just communicating and helping each other out. And just, like, like if if one of our other peers were like, hey, so where are you at? Do you need help? Do you want to exchange Mm. jobs? Like, hey, like, I don't really animate. I'm all for you or vice versa or whatever. Yeah. And yeah but, but again, just to go back, um, I would say, yeah, like we, we, we definitely, we definitely had our struggles in terms of, of the rigging, probably like the mass bulk of it. Other than that, like we were, it's okay. Like I, I really enjoy working with Casey. I don't have any issues whatsoever. Like she's really great. Really. Um, she works super hard and. Yeah. That's like also my downfall. <laughs> yeah like yeah we're saying like yeah we, i i worked so hard to point burned out and we felt it like when semester ended we we felt it hard and i was like oh my mm. gosh i need to go to sleep i'm, <laughs> like, I'm so tired you know? i'll be like i can't open my eyes <laughs> 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 they're yeah. shut they're shut i can't open them please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely very important to take care of yourselves juniors freshmen sophomores and yes, seniors. Please, absolutely please eat sleep more sleep yep eat some more water get sleepy after you eat water. <laughs> water. <laughs> drink oh, so yeah. much water so we're talking about your worst moment and that's always a debbie downer but i'm not a debbie downer so let's talk about your best moment what is something that you guys did that made you feel like you guys were on top of the world like you guys could get this done for me i don't know if it's the same for you chris but i think it's just when we finished proof of concept <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. like i don't know it's not just like actually just finishing it but like like being able to show like oh shit we actually we actually could do this this is possible because yeah when, when we finish it it's just like oh this is what it's actually gonna look like or yeah. an idea of it yes and not even just that i think seeing everyone else's proof of concept and us just sharing our work was the best part because it's like i feel like this year there's a lot of like good thesis <laughs> ideas like i feel like despite the situation we're in with the whole coronavirus like i feel like there's a lot of good projects that are gonna happen this year and like being able to share ours and seeing everyone else's like i'm really excited to see what everyone has to offer mm-hmm. and i think it just rings true to what we are as a department you know we're visual people so seeing a visual finished product is very encouraging and very uh, motivating for the future yeah, and we're also like supportive, and we're like all sharing us stuff on Instagram. We're like, yeah, yeah we're exactly. Like, uh, we're like hyping each other. We're like, yes, yep, look yep. at this. <laughs> yeah, we have a very fantastic and very supportive community. Definitely. Um, and speaking of community, the transitions very nicely into my next question. So, what would you tell your freshman self about SVA? I would say definitely stay motivated. Mm-hmm. and self-teach yourself everything and anything, mm-hmm. especially freshman year, freshman, sophomore year. There's a lot to learn, and it's okay to not have a focal point at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's okay to just try everything and to not just feel so burnt out and to lose sleep over it. I feel like probably like many underclassmen lose sleep because 
you know, they think like, oh, like if I if I lose sleep, I'm gonna do extra good. But no, like your health always comes first. Health mm-hmm. is uh, a big priority, and if you don't have your health, then what can you do? You're not gonna even focus on your work. So right. I would definitely say, yeah, um, not just you know continue to stay motivated and be passionate, but focus on your health too. Take care of yourself. I agree with that. For sure. <laughs> um, for me, I would say, like, don't be afraid to like seek out for help, guys. Like, mm. you don't have to be like the strong-headed like artist, being like, I can do everything by myself. I know how this works and stuff like that. Because I feel like for me, like thinking back to my freshman self, like. Mm-hmm. I was so like afraid to like reach out for help, but like once you reach out for help, like you realize like there are people that are willing to help because mm-hmm. I feel like for me it's like I always felt like oh I feel like I'm annoying them if I'm asking them for help like I feel like I'm being a burden or like oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to bother them yeah but like I like I said before in our this community like we're all here to like back each other up like we're all willing Absolutely. to help. You know, it mm-hmm. kind of goes back to what Chris was saying. Like, we really are like all about like teamwork and helping each other out. Like, we don't want anyone left behind. Like, we're all in this together. Like, <laughs> like I know like what we do, like computer art in general, it could be really hard sometimes. I get it. Like rendering mm-hmm. already, that's so hard already. This is so stressful. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like, we we really need to like help each other out during times like these, even now with corona and yeah it's just like mentally it's already hard already and we just need to be there for each other mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you guys have any specific advice for juniors who are now entering the thesis phase and this could be anybody who is starting pre-production classes or anybody who's starting their senior year and starting thesis work i would say be open-minded to change and know yeah. that like, cause I feel like everyone has like this one idea and they want to stick to it, but like also be open to change. Cause just know that changing things is always going to be for the better to make it easier for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. I feel like the thing with what I've seen in past senior thesis films is that they have this overly like ambitious thesis film. And like, there's only so much that they, you can do by yourself or in a group, just be, realistic on like what you can do and what you're capable of like don't make it harder to yourself like mm, so like like if you need like i don't know simulations in your thing and but you're not a simulation artist just don't do it yeah totally <laughs> that's, that's like a whole that's like a whole other thing to learn absolutely that's yes just be mindful of like what you know what you can do so you don't have to like burn yourself out mm-hmm. that's my advice I I also want to add to that, and it is very, very important to know what you're good at and what do you want to showcase. And, you know, I was, I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of, no, just sticking to one idea and that only idea. And I understand that change is good. And if I want to do that idea, hey, maybe I could do that post, post SVA when I have time. But it is incredibly important to know what you're good at, know what you want to showcase and keep it simple too. You don't need to go and make some crazy epic thesis. Like you're going to make Island and Star Wars and Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we all want to make crazy epic films like Marvel 
Infinity War or whatnot. Yeah, like Star Wars Infinity War Part 7, The yeah, Last exactly. Kingdom, you know? <laughs> like, that's just... Like, we're, we're one person. Yeah. And, hey, like, you're... We're, we're, again, we're students. We're learning. And we'll always be students, even when we leave SVA. But mm-hmm. it is not worth having a thesis where it shows so many weaknesses mm. and you're like like oh, i gotta i gotta have like fluid and air and all these droplets and bullets ricocheting everywhere no like <laughs> no just keep just it simple yeah keep yeah. it simple yep. two three minutes if you can be incredibly great at it mm-hmm. yep. and that is it we talk about this all the time like i always yeah. say like thesis is literally just going to be one of the many projects <laughs> exactly you're doing. like you can do all the big projects later on exactly <laughs> yeah. like there's exactly. always going to be other opportunities to make some there will always be a time and, and it'll be even better like because like whatever you learn for thesis apply it to your own short film whatever that may be i mean if you want to make a one minute clip or something, go for it. Nobody's, you won't even be pressured by then because you're sitting there in your computer taking your time, not just being in a rush. Like, oh my gosh, guy, I have to get this done now. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't overcomplicate. Help each other out, guys. Help each other Absolutely. out. Help each other I'm out. pointing at you guys. Help <laughs> each other out. I know you're in teams and stuff like that, but we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Help exactly. each other out, please. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's emphasizing again and again that sta- that statement that, you know, every- we're all in this together. Like Casey said, we're all in the same boat, right? You know, we all may be on different oars, but we're all in the same boat. So, mm-hmm. just makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I just have one last question for you guys. Uh, who is your favorite podcaster? Ooh, I mean, he's <laughs> right in front of me right now. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Gold star for both of you. You did good. <laughs> Perfect. I See, mean, you got all that hair. Oh, of course. Oh, you're just buttering me up now. This is ridiculous. You guys are going in first place. This is the be the first episode that's being released. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Just love uh, boosting up my ego at the end of every show. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you guys for coming on to this show. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I wish you the best of luck on your piece. Thank you, thank Robin, you. for having us. Like, yeah. I love this podcast. <laughs> for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time. Today, I am joined by Casey Laxon and Christopher Lee. Oops, I said Christopher instead of Chris. <laughs> no, that's okay. That is fine. Uh, wow, how do I segue from that? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, you want me to go first, Chris, or would you like to go first, Chris? Uh, go for it, Casey. You uh, are director okay. Laxon. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Oh, too much responsibility. <laughs> um... <laughs>